Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. While Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. Fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night, but we have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and they filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who with him who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. the last time that you felt completely unfit for the task at hand this weekend perhaps maybe the past year and a half self-doubt is ruthless when it comes to tasks both great and small it knows no boundaries and plagues the hearts of all mankind and if this is resonating in any way, shape, or form with you today, then today is your day. Our scripture is filled with ordinary people who feel unfit, unprepared, and unworthy. God comes knocking, and each one answers, who, me? Let's start with Isaiah, who sees God in a vision. God is so vast that even just the hem of his robe fills the whole temple. And yet, so immediate and tangible. Isaiah is overwhelmed and cries out, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Generations later, we meet Simon in the gospel lesson as he witnesses the miracle of Jesus's abundance, 
to the tune of two boatfuls of fish after an empty netted night on the lake. Overcome in amazement, Simon Peter drops to his knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. And at last we have Paul. He writes to the Corinthians and recounts the call of each of the apostles. But when he gets to himself, he states, I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church. I'll jump ahead now to a more modern call story, perhaps a fantastical one, but nevertheless one that has spoken to human hearts all over this globe. Over the holidays, my husband Andy and I enjoyed re-watching all of the Harry Potter movies. Their magic and wisdom never grows old. In each movie, Harry and his friends are called to tasks that far outweigh their age or experience. So this feeling of inadequacy is one that resonates throughout all of their adventures. In the seventh movie, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the wise headmaster, Albus Dumbledore, advises his student, it is a curious thing, Harry, but perhaps those who are best suited to power are those who have never sought it. Those who, like you, have had leadership thrust upon them and take up the mantle because they must and find their own, to their own surprise, that they wear it well. Like Harry, our characters today, Isaiah, Simon, and Paul, do not go seeking power. None of them set out thinking that they have all the answers or tools needed to be the champions of good. They do not seek glory or admiration. They recognize what is being asked of them and they do not want to disappoint. But God assures each one. God sends a seraph with a coal from the altar and touches Isaiah's mouth, proclaiming your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Jesus reassures Simon Peter and says, do not be afraid. And Paul remembers, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me has not been in vain. It is okay to have doubts. In fact, it is healthy to voice our doubts. It keeps us humble and open to the will of God. It helps us to discern between the voice of our own egos and the voice of God. Even Harry Potter is no stranger to his shortcomings. As he struggles with his own demons, Harry voices his fear that he might not always make the right choices. 
but it is his godfather, Sirius Black, who reassures him. We've all got both light and dark inside of us. What matters is the part that we choose to act on. That's who we really are. Each one of us has both light and dark inside. And the dark does not disqualify us from following God's call any more than it disqualified Isaiah, Simon, or Paul. God does not call us because we're perfect. God does not call us even because we are excellent. God calls us because we are willing. We, like Isaiah, Simon, and Paul, and even Harry, pick up our mantle because we must. And God assures us that we will be surprisingly good at whatever we set out to do in his name. God's power working in us makes us up to the task. God's love for us makes us worthy. God's faith in us makes us enough. Perhaps my favorite prayer, when I find myself in times of doubt, is the Merton prayer. Some of you might know it. It's a popular prayer that was written in 1958 by the Trappist monk Thomas Merton. It goes like this. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. God calls each one of us in this very room by name. He calls us to follow, so we do not have to know the way. We don't have to fully understand the mission or our part in it. We simply have to be willing to leave some of our earthly baggage behind and open ourselves up to the journey ahead of us. We simply have to be willing to step out in faith and choose light. And with God's help and steadfast love, I imagine that you too will find that you wear that mantle very well. Amen.